Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Ches in Tanis. Again, for the safe return of Yaakov Naftali ben Rochel Dvorah, Gilad Michal ben Batgalim, and Ayal ben Irit Teshura. Yesterday we left off about uh, 12, 13 lines down on the page of Omer Avami. Maidachsiv im yashuch anochash b'lachash will the, if the snake will bite without being charmed, and there's no advantage to the person, to the man who speaks to the man of the tongue. What does that mean? It's a strange lashon. If you see a door, a generation, for which the heavens turn rustic, like a reddish color, as red as copper, in other words, it sort of speaks like the, 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 uh, the, the heavens, the clouds, have turned rusty. They, they, they like hardened and they won't let the rain come down. You know why that is? Because there are no people who speak softly, meaning who quietly utter the Shmanesre and Davu properly. Maitakantan, what's the, what's the solution for that? You should go to somebody who does know how to Davin. Again, that Pasuk in Eob where look at the, that Pasuk used throughout Shaz, look at his neighbor. Now, let the neighbor speak for him. Let somebody else help him out. What does that mean? That there's no advantage to the person of the tongue. A person who could daven, and he doesn't. He doesn't speak softly. What does he gain out of withholding his uh, davening? He should daven it. What, is he, what, is there, what's your, what advantage does he have out of not davening? If he, answer, if he did daven and he wasn't answered, in other words, it's still the rain is being withheld, What's the solution? Go to a chassid Go to the most righteous person in the generation. And he should daven with great kavana, with his chus, with tefillah for the tzibur shnemar. But yitzav aleh the mafkia, and he commanded. I so to speak, Hashem commanded it when, when the person, the mafkia, the mafkia is the one who davened him, because pegia is a lotion of davening. Don't pray for this people. <coughs> and don't carry for them any rejoicing, rejoicing or davening. and don't meet me. And there you see it speaking about davening. And let's say he davened and it helped. He should make his day to love, and therefore he becomes arrogant. Maybe Avlam brings anger. If a person thinks he's he's going up, he's great. Then he, so to speak, acquires the anger. Rav Rav learns that makna is a lotion of it's really he says mikna. Lashon of making a kinu of jealousy. Rav Mashetan Chum Shiyashim Beir. It's very rare that you have. Sometimes you have two Talmud Chum in a city. They know themselves of Alocha. They're not nice to one another in Alocha. Miskanin Bahaf. It's very rare. Very rare. What? It's rare. There's only two. There's usually forty. Right. Right. Miskanin Bahaf. They provoke the anger of Hashem. Umalanov. So they bring up the anger. Shinemar Mekdaaf al Ola, right? They, they acquire the anger by being uh, by being haughty with, with one another. Rashlakish has a different shot in that in that those words of if the serpent, the snake, will bite without being charmed, and as without being like aroused, all the animals eventually are going to come to the Nachash. listen. We don't understand you. Why do you just bite the guy? What do you gain out of it? I understand a lion. A lion, a lion, you know, claws the guy right by Makom. He's not afraid of anybody. He needs him right there. Zev So the, the wolf tears him up, right? The wolf tears him up, and he, take, he takes him to his hiding place. He's a little afraid of the, of, of the, uh, 
of the lion, of other animals taken. So he'll rip them up and he'll schlep them into his hiding place, to his cave. But they get something out of it. At least they're doing it for some reason. They're, you're, they're, you're, they're destroying the person because they want to eat. But what do you gain out of it? There's also Baloshan, the guy who speaks Lashon Hor. What does he gain out of it? Also nothing. Rashi says that Hashem puts the two together, but din. Why? Because the Nachosh was the one who caused man to sin, right? So both of them, both, so to speak, sin with, with no, uh, no advantage. person's feel is only answered if he puts his whole soul into his hands, and as he lays it all out. It means he davens with a great kavodashinam, we will lift our hearts into our hands. What do you mean? You only get answered if if the tefillah is with great kavanah, Ukum Shmuel Amora Aleh, Ukum Shmuel set up his, his interpreter, meaning his, uh, the guy who explained his uh, teachings to the people, Vidarish, and he said, Ve'ifatub, Pasuk says until him, Ve'ifatub of him, and they, um, he, he, uh, they, they appeased him with, his, with their mouths, Ve'ifatub of him, and they lied with their tongues, Ve'ifatub of their hearts weren't with it, Ve'ifatub so they didn't believe in his bris, it says, Hashem answered them, He forgave their sins, even though they didn't have proper kavanah. A yachid is only answered if he has right kavanah. That's the advantage of tefillah b'tzibur, that even if a person doesn't have a good kavanah, he still has the advantage of the tzibur, and his answers are, are his, his, his pleas are answered. The shamim, the rains only come down because the people who are honest, honest in their dealing, if truth, grows out of the earth, meaning if people down here are honest in their dealings, then Sedek Mishamayim Dishkaf, then Sedek will come down from heaven. Then as Hashem will put the rains down. Look how great people who are, uh, who are uh, believers, people who are believers and trusting how great they are. Minayim Michulda Bor, famous story with a chulda and a boar. What is a weasel and a, and a pig? Now what happened over there was that a woman was stuck, Ratosa brings down the whole story, Rasha brings it down partially, uh, a woman, a, a young woman, was got fell into a pit. A man came by, a young man came by, and he could have t- he took her out. And he says, "Listen, I'll I'll pull you out of there on the condition that you marry me." So they both swore to one another that they'll marry each other. Of course, time went by. She kept her vow. She didn't marry him. She didn't uh, she didn't marry anybody else. But he married somebody else. He married somebody else. They had a child, and the child was the child uh, was bitten. Um, was um, was bitten by the weasel and died. The weasel. Now, because what happened was, because what happens when he promised her that he says, we're going to marry each other, he says, well, who are our witnesses? There was nobody there. So they said, well, let the, let the pit be our witness, and there was a weasel there, of a chulda. So those are our witnesses, the weasel and the pit. Now, he, you know, he didn't, he didn't uh, listen, and he married somebody else. They had a child, and, the weasel, and a weasel came and killed the kid. Then they had another child, and the other kid fell into a pit. So his wife said, what's going on over here? Our, our kids are dying, like, for what? You know, like, well, this is a strange thing. So he says, well, now I remember the story. He'll tell you what happened. He says, if that's the case, you better go marry her. So he divorced this wife, and he married the second one. This is, of course, in those days, well before the, uh, before the Cherem Meganesh marrying two wives, but whatever it was, it was common then also, that even if even that not to have two wives. So he married her. So you see over here, now this guy, he, who did he believe in? He believed in a chuld and a boar. That was his, those were his witnesses. So, and he has such a muna that it, and it, it, 
that's how much Amun he had, and it was it was true. He felt he had a, even though he was bad or initially he forgot about it or whatever, but he came back to it eventually. Remembered, yeah, those were his witnesses. person believes in Hashem, so, uh, you know, certainly. And this guy didn't believe in Hashem. He didn't say Hashem is his witness. He said the hold in the bar is his witness. So certainly a person who believes in Hashem certainly will uh, will will merit great things. How great uh, people believe in Hashem. Amrav Yochanan, Kolamatzik, Asatzko. the message after the Chulda. No, no. In other words, he and when he remembered it, but yeah, I'm saying, after, after the, first after the kid died, he, he didn't get, get the, the message, message right. But then he remembered. But he business. believed in that. But he at the end he did believe in the message at the end. I'm surprised Omar, the wife didn't. The yeah. wife didn't kill him. <laughs> the first wife and the second. And the second one. Yeah. Omar Rabbi Yochanan, Kolamatzik is atzmo melamata. If a person does good deeds, he makes himself a tzaddik below. Matzikin alavadim melamata. Matzikin means that they're very they're very. Uh, punctual with him. In other words, not just punctual time, but they're, they're very exacting. That's the word. They're very exacting with him. Meaning, like we know, like at Sadiq sometimes, when it's Sadiq for Allah, Hashem, is, Hashem holds him to judgment like Kechutasar, like Moshe Rabbein, who only spoke, and you know, for that he got punished. You know, things that we consider a minor infraction. But the greater the tzaddik, the greater they are careful with him because they punish him for the littlest things so he'll have greater reward in the next world. So, Ms. This pasuk, Ms. Mears when you're Ms. Below when you're honest and good and everything below. But tzedek mishmanet. Rashi says it doesn't say tzedaka. It says tzedek. They're going to be actual tzedek. They're going to be exacting with him. Right, like the ones who uh, Hashem's anger will come on the people who fear Him the most. This pasuk pagata at es pagata says you met the person rejoices v'osit tzedek. In your ways, he's going to remain yiskabrucha. In the way that you're going to deal with him, even though you're going to deal with him harshly and exactly, he's going to remember you. He's going to he's going to say he's going to say you got angry at me, but it's because we sin. Through these sins that you punished us for, you punished us for every little thing. We will be saved for our share in the next world. In other words, they're going to be happy that Hashem is exacting with them, even though they were tzaddikim. But for the littlest thing, Hashem punished them. They're going to be happy about that. I'm sure they call Whoever's happy when uh, when bad things come to him, when troubles come to him, Shabbonalab. Maybe Yeshua brings a Yeshua Olam Shemar Bahem Olam B'nivasheya. As we'll be saved for the next world through these troubles. That Hashem will restrain the heavens from raining down water. When the when the when the uh, rains when the heavens so to speak the clouds are held back from Lahorid, Talamata Domalish it's like a woman is in pain. It's like a woman who is in labor and and the baby doesn't come out. That's what Hashem is so to speak. Hashem the, the world is in pain when the rains want to come out and Hashem holds them back. It says that Sira Bikshamim. Atzira also means like anything restraining, like that's the Hebrew for constipation, right? Atzira, Bikshem says holding back, restraining by waters, by the rain, but Atzira by a woman. Atzira says by Hashem Rechem, right? By Avimel, the story of Melech and Avram, right? That he, Hashem held them all back because when, when he took Sarah in, nobody was able to have any children. Hashem so you see the same lashon of Atzira holding back. There's a comparison there. So just like why a woman's painful, same way it's painful uh, with uh, with the rain. Never later be it says birth by Yishma. Never later Bikshum. Never later be it says Vatar Vatelebeim. We know it says many places Vatelebeim. Never later Bikshum and Siv Baholi Davitz Micha. That's in the Haftorah that we say on 
on a tainus of Dir Shu Hashem Mitzvah. Hashem, the, the rains will come and, so to speak, give birth and help the earth, earth grow crops. Never Pekita Bisha, it says Hashem will remember or visit a woman. Never Pekita Bisha, never Pekita Bisha, it says by Hashem Pokata Sora. Hashem remembered or Hashem visited her. Never Pekita Bisha, it says, Pokata Taharetz. You remembered the land, Batashoka Kea. You uh, irrigated it, Rabbas Tashrena. You enriched it greatly, Peleg Elokim, with the pool of Hashem. Hashem's pool, Malimai, full of water. My Peleg Elokim, Malimai. What does that mean? Hashem's pool filled with water. There is like a compartment or a chamber up in the heavens. And the rains all come out of there. We see it in the form of the clouds, but Hashem actually holds them up in the uh, sky somewhere. If for the rod, rod is a lotion of you know, taking the strap, taking the stick to somebody. That's like anger. Or for his nation, for his land. Or sometimes for kindness. Hashem will, will make it be found. Hashem will bring it out. What does that mean? If Hashem first decreed that the rain should come down, sometimes rain could come like a hurricane, right? And be destructive. Very, very strong, very strong rain. So if Hashem originally declared it to be uh, for the rod, meaning in anger, Hashem is like punishing us, then, and then, in the, and Rashi brings down on the fourth line, Rashi, and then instead the people did tshuva, but the rain was still destined to come down in force. So what does he do? So he makes it come down on the mountains and on the vale, and, and the mountains and the hills where the rain won't do any damage. Im lechesed, if Hashem did it for chesed, because Hashem, Shem Benachas says that, that uh, Hashem was, was, was intending originally, the, this rain was destined to come down nice and softly. Yam so then it's going to come down. Yam im lechesed, yam right? Um, uh, he'll make it come down nicely. La'artzos, la'artzo, besodos v'krom, to his land, he puts together, emlechesed, yamtsiyehu, la'artzo, what does that mean, besodos v'krom, in the fields and in the vineyards? Another pshari says, emlechevet, or if it's, in, if it's supposed to come down strongly, and you did tshuva, it can come down on trees, like, like in the mountains, where it's not going to hurt them. Emlechesed, but if it's for his, if you want it just for the land, then it's going to be for seeds, for helping it grow. Emlechesed, pechesed means more, it means then, then he's going to uh, do more simply than helping the crops grow or helping the trees grow. Yamtsiyehu, he'll make it come down. Boros sichon ma'oros. It'll come down. It'll come down. Boros It'll come down in in pits and cisterns and uh, caves where people could, uh, where the water will gather and people will have enough from it. There was a kafna, was a famine, and there was a death plague. In other words, people were there was number, there were two things. There was there was no food. There was a famine, and people were dying from a plague. Amri, so they said, hey, what should we do? How should we daven? Should we daven for two things? So you don't make two bracha low efsher. We'll see later on. You don't make one bracha. You know, so when you have to make mispal, you mispal for one thing. You don't mispal for two things. So, so what should we do? In this pal or atarti lo efsher eli boy rachman was let's 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 ask Hashem let's plea that the death plague should be stopped. The kaf in this bowl and we'll be able we'll we'll get through the famine as long as the as long as the we'll get through the famine. But as long as the as the plague of death is is abolished, almost rachman says no. Li boy rachman let's let's let we should we should pray for relief from the famine. The chiyav rachmana so because when Hashem gives us food, lachayhu diyav He gives it to live people. In other words, if we pray for the food, and Hashem gives us an abundance of food. The melo there won't be any death plague because Hashem doesn't give food for the dead people. It was for the live people. Open up your hands and satiate. 
to all the living rats and stuff. Hashem is giving food, it's giving it to people. So mail the death plague will go away automatically. How do we know that we don't have them for two different things? And we fasted, and we asked from Hashem, for this, for this, it must be for something else. It must be that there is another thing too, but, but it's best when you daven for one thing, not for two. <coughs> In other words, <coughs> you could say, so Mike makes two separate tefillahs, but I guess that what they were doing is they wanted to daven all day. So what's the best thing to ask for? What's the, what's the priority? The priority uh, of Shmuel Rachmani was to ask for relief from the famine. Marav Army and Marav in Eretz Yisrael they said Mishmeid Rav Chagi this pasuk pasuk and Daniel in Aramaic Rachman Leboi and we ask for Hashem for Rachmanus and as we we ask for Savior Min Kadam Alakoshmaya from before God of Heaven we ask for Rachmanus and as we pray Al Raza Dana on this secret Machal Dikachina in Nashu there's another one Dana means this one on this secret so again this idea that you're mispawel that you should get the pasuk either from the Ezra or from the Chemia that it's either Al Zos or Al Dana that that there's another thing, but we only ask for one thing at a time. In the days of Zera, they made Xera. That is, the, the, the guy made Xera on us that we shouldn't do something. And then they also made the Gazer de Lomas they also made Xera that you shouldn't sit in a Tanis. Some say that you shouldn't sit in a Tanis to get rid of the Xera. In other words, they like they, they did a safety thing. It's not only is this the Xera, but you also you can't pray for relief from the Xera. You shouldn't make a Tanis. Rashi says that you shouldn't make a tanis because if they would be saved, the low boy lesson, they didn't, the, the guy didn't even want a bracha should come through our hands. In other words, it's one thing they made a xayr, and then the second thing they said, you shouldn't have a tanis because if you have a tanis, the God, God they, you know, they believe in God too, they just believe in other gods to go in. So they said, that God will answer, we don't, want any, we don't want any good to come because of the Jews. Owner of Zera, this is what Zera says, so what do you do? The Kabbalah lets me makabal the Tanis. You know, before Tanis, you're makabal, you're going to fast tomorrow. So he says, okay, we can't fast because the Goyim will kill us if we fast, right? It's, uh, we're not supposed to get killed for it. But let's accept the fast upon us. Eventually, when the Xerah will go away, you know, the king will take it away, he'll die, whatever. Then we'll fulfill it then. In other words, we'll fulfill the fast later on. Where do you get this idea? Well, if you can't fast now, what's the point of accepting the fast for later on? The Pusik says, See, it's also in Don't be afraid. From the first day, that you put your heart to it, to understand, and to fast, in other words, as soon as you accepted the fast, Hashem. Hashem considered as if you fasted already. So it's better, he says, so right, we can't fast now, but let's accept upon us a fast, and we'll fulfill the fast later on when we get a chance, when we have an opportunity. And you see this from Daniel, that Hashem told him, as soon as you accepted upon the fast, I've already answered you. Multiple? Why? No, he's only asking for, yeah. Right. Right, those are separate, though. Those are separate things. Yeah, I mean, but, and, and, and then, uh, then the decree is lifted. Now, you've got three days of fasting uh, you're obligated to. I, I don't follow. I'm sorry, I just don't follow your question. What do you mean? Those are, those are fasting. We're saying that even if you can't fast, just accepting upon the fast means Hashem will answer you. Even if you can't, if you, if you can't fast right now. You're, you're, you're not obligating yourself to... You're obligating yourself to another fast. Besides the regular fast, the regular. you're obligating yourself a special fast that you want to fast because there's no rain or for whatever the tsar is. You're obligating yourself to another fast, but you can't fulfill the fast now, so you'll fulfill it later on. 
but, uh, but he told Daniel was that even though you can't fulfill it right now, as soon as you accept upon yourself that you're going to fast, that's check. good enough. It's a rain check, right? Take a rain check on that. I'm Rav Yitzhak, right. I'm Rav Yitzhak. Afilu, Afilu, um, yeah, so, so I'm glad you mentioned that because a rain check indicates that rain is bad, right? We're, we're rained out, right? Yeah. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, it's like, Afilu shanim kishnei liyo. It's exactly, this is a perfect lead and you couldn't have said it at a better time, right? right. So um, it's like, Afilu shanim kishnei, even if there's Elio. Now, Elio was in days of Achav. We had before the other day that Achav that was a fa- famine for seven years. Hashem created a fast. So even if the years are as bad, they have the Arctic but it rains on Arab Shabbos Friday when everybody has to go buy the food for Shabbos and buy its end. Enos, it's a semiklola. Even though if it's, even though there's a famine, but if it rains at the wrong time on Friday afternoon when everybody's shopping, that's a semiklola. They didn't have cars and stuff. Hainadam Rav of Arshila, Mitra, the day of rain is as difficult, like the day of judgment. I mean, the day of judgment doesn't mean just like the judgment could be good, but on Mondays and Thursdays when Ezra was talking that the court said, so everybody came to the market and it was a balagan there. And people had to go and buy things and get to court and get to take a line here and a line there. And things were busy. And if it rains, it's tough. Because it makes a bigger tumult. So he says, "Ray of rain is as bad as that." So he says, "The day of rain." So certainly, Rashi says, if it comes out on a Friday when people are really busy preparing for Shabbos, it's when they get their food. No refrigeration, no storage, no nothing. You have to do everything on Friday. It's bad. So you see, rain can be bad. I'm remembering Elo the Tzarich for us. If it wasn't be that people need rain, be in and Rachme, I would be mispalm, but not get rid of rain. I would because sometimes it's very mafria. But like you say, you need a rain check. Remember Yitzchak. Shemesh b'Shabbos. If it if the sun comes out on Shabbos, stuck on a limb, it's charity for the poor people. Shenemar v'zarcha lechem yirei shmi, and the sun will come for you. Yirei shmi, those who fear me. Who are those who fear me? Says Rashi. Says clearly, this is a beautiful Rashi. Yirei shmi, shomrei Shabbos. The people who keep Shabbos, that's the people who fear Hashem. Yirei shmi, the people of Shomrei Shabbos. Shemesh stuka, a son of charity, umarp, and healing. Why? Because Daniim are poor. They don't have good clothing. They don't have heating. But when the sun comes out, even in the winter months, that's on Shabbos, when they're not working, and they sit out in the sun, you see the sun could be a heal, have a healing effect. Remember Yitzhak, Godol Yom Dikshom, the day of rain is so great. Even though, what do you think rain is good for? Crops in the field. So, but not for things that are man-made, let's say coins in your pocket. What does it have to do with rain? Because you know what? Even the coin in your pocket is blessed by the good rain. Shenemar, losses metar to, Hashem gives the, the rain for your land in its time. The, the, the things that you made, not that Hashem, that Hashem creates like the trees and the plants, etc. So you see, rain is good. Rain can come at a bad time. Obviously, rain can be mafria, but it's important. And it's a good, it's a bracha. I mean, it's like ain't a bracha matzuya el bedav. Another thing Rabbi Yitzchak said, not that we're going to rain, but he said the famous thing. He said ain't a bracha matzuya el bedav rasam and I am. The bracha, the most bracha is when you can't count all your you know, all your pairs of shoes. You know, and when you can't count them all, that's when the bracha is there. Shneimari Yitzav Hashem mitchas. The bracha Hashem will command the bracha to you ba'asamecha in your silos. Asamecha is similar to the word samui, where it's hidden, where you can't see it. In other words, sometimes it's like you know if. If you know exactly how much you have, you don't have very much, right? That's the idea. It's for the person who is very, very wealthy. He doesn't even know how much he has. He can't count it all. It's so complicated. Maybe that's, it means the opposite. That's, that, that the best kind of bracha is where, where you're, it's, it's, it's not there. In other words, the best kind of bracha is where it's mind, meaning you don't have it. That's the best kind of bracha. You don't have it. You don't have it. Why That's the best bracha. Why? Because then you're not a materialistic person Maybe, who's always yeah, worried yeah. about what you Yeah, but he's got. talking about the assets, the things the, that are hidden. Because the other, because yeah. the way it's a nice way of looking at it. Right, right. It doesn't make it's that nice much job. sense. What no, does that no. Mean? 
No, as he says, he says, well, wealth, is wealth it, where, where you're not using the wealth. No, in other, in other words, when you, can't, when you count it, it's like, when you count it, it's like, so to speak, as an INR. I know I have exactly 16 bushels. But if you know you got a full silo of it, and, 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 if, you know if, and you know, if you know if you have exactly 16 bushels, maybe, uh, maybe some uh, worms will get to it or it'll get, you know, get destroyed. But if you don't know exactly how much you have, it's, it's, like, it's like the INR can't be showing on it. Yitzhak uh, Zerubbabel, Pardon? He's an old man. If, if you know how much you have, as I say, if you know exactly how much you have, you're not wealthy. That's, that's what Melda Marcus' face. Don't you remember her, her famous line? If you know how many you have, you know, then you don't, you don't have very much. That's, a, that's the line. It's the same idea. You're not very rich. He's, but he's saying more than that. Now, it's not that you're very well, but it means the bracha, the bracha exists more. El and I and it means that you don't focus on it. Yeah, maybe that's, that's what it means. You don't focus on it. Right, right. When, you're, when, when you can't see it all, then there's a bigger bracha. He says a little bit differently. He says the bracha is Mitsui. The first one is Mitsuya, and the second was Ain a bracha Mitsui, El Bedavish, Ain Ain Shultus Bo. Not that, not El The first one is Besomi Moain, it's hidden. The other one is Bedavish, that the eye cannot see the whole thing. Because it's in a silo, it's like it's in a hidden thing you can't see. If you come in to count how much grain you have in your granary, as you're coming in, you say, Give us a bracha. If you start to count it already, it's like over the and you have to make a full bracha. You make a bracha. So that does, you think, you know, you could, you could understand this, like, like if you don't know how much it has, is there, you make a bracha, if you don't know how much is there, so maybe there's more, like it sort of think there's more, or it means that it's blessed, that it's not going to get destroyed by, you know, by uh, worms or by uh, some uh, disease. Right, let's say you made it, you already counted, you know exactly how much you have in the end of bracha, I raise it to feel the Once you counted it, there's no point in making a bracha, because... So because they speak that's to feel shove as if to say it's it's like you count because once you know how much is there the bracha can't help so it does sound like the bracha is to increase it I don't know how much I have I don't know if I have a hundred bushels or one hundred and ten bushels so as long as I don't know what I have I can make a bracha and maybe maybe there's more in there maybe it'll be more maybe a bracha that will happen it'll multiply or or we don't know how much it is it's hard to understand if it's there it's there it's not there it's not there but apparently the bracha of how much the more you don't know the greater it can be. Once you know exactly how much you have, that's it. Raise the full shelf. Because there's no bracha lobadav a shakal, not by something which is weighed, for lobadav a something which is measured, for lobadav a not something which is counted, elobadav a something something which you don't know how much is there, that's where the bracha exists. Share? Chamesh? Ah. Lama? Lama? Ah. Okay. Oh, that's that's okay. reason for the hand. Yeah. But it's always upside down. Why is that? That's why. I never heard of that. I never understood why that's why they have the hand. Uh, yeah, the day of, of the rain comes as great as the day of gathering in of the exile. Hashem return our captives like streams in the Negev. Interesting. We always assume we'll, we'll talk about that at the end if you have a second. Negev means in the Kafikum in the Negev in the south, right? In the desert, Negev means dry. All right, so is it, so is it, what's the source? Was it, is it called the Negev? 
because it's dry down there in Eretz Israel, or what's the source? Look at Rashi; it's interesting. The streams refer to water, to, to rain. You saw the streams, the channels of the sea. That's water. So afikim could also mean the water of the rain. Even the troops stop then. When the when the ridges are full or satiated with water, that the gedudim here meaning the uh, troops also take a break and rest on them. You know why rains are held up? Because people call out, I pledge a thousand dollars, and then they don't give it. There's vapors, veruach, and wind, but the geshemayin. In other words, the geshemayin. It's like, you know, they're, they're big, they talk big, you're, you're expecting, you know, oh, expecting a big donation, then there's no, and there's nothing there. Same thing, like you know, Hashem, like, sort of says, oh, I'm going to do the same thing, I'm going to make it vapor, and winds, and storms, and everything, and, and uh, overcast, but then no rain. It's the same thing as like a person who gets praise out of him. Why does he say I'm giving a thousand dollars and he doesn't give it? Because he just wants the guy to the guy be. He wants the, it's, it's all huff and puff, but there's no substance there. Why the frames the lotion of aser to aser? You know, you know, no translation for other than you shall surely give a tenth, a tithe of your produce. The lotion is aser, give a tenth, bishvil shetit asher. If you give a tenth, you will become wealthy. And with that, you're allowed to test Hashem. We'll see that tomorrow. Rabbi Yochanan will expand on that tomorrow. Aser to aser, aser bishvil to aser. We end off with a good idea that if you give miser, you, then you'll, you'll become wealthy. And that's only, that's like the minimum. The maximum person should give even more than that. If a person gives give 20%, you should give 20% if you can afford it. Rashi that I was referring to, Michael, says about uh, 12 lines up on the page from the bottom, Benegev Yevesha. The Lashon of Charov dried up as Lashon of Nagiva. So again, you see, I always assume that, that you know, where'd you get the Lashon of, neg- of that uh, Negev means dry? Because that's what, in the south of Eretz Yisrael, that's the Negev, the you know? Around. So the way, it could be the other way around. Maybe the word Negev is, the, yeah, but on the other hand, Yomav Akedmat Safon of a Negba, it means the south. So it, Negev means south. Right? Yeah. Clearly from the Pasuk. Yom of a Kedmat Safon of a Negba. And on the other hand, it also means dry. So, you know, with us, in, in the case of the Negev, the southern, the Negev that we have in Eretz Israel, the south, it's the desert there. Why is it called that? Maybe it's called Negev. Maybe it's called south. Maybe it's called Negev because Negev means dry and the south of Eretz Israel is dry. So which came first, the chicken or the head? That's what I'm asking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, Vesh Kamon Negev. Nahon, you can't. You can't, but, but what's the source? Usually, language works the other way. That with the simple word and the name comes, comes from from that. That's what I said. That's uh, you know. So, so, so in other words, it's called the Yama because that's where the sun sets. Right, right. So, 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 so it could be called Negev also. In other words, because because Negev means dry and the South is dry, so we call that the Negev. Right. Exactly. So, 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 so Negev means dry. And I'm telling you, somebody's right, right. And then the yeah, conversation will come from there. All right, very good. All right, I'll pick it up here tomorrow, Mr. on the top of the page. Yeah.